Hey, so I'm not sure if you heard, but we are bringing back the private practice bootcamp experience. So listen, this will not be an ordinary bootcamp. Yes, that's right. We are glowing up your experience and your private practice. So what does this mean? Are you truly ready to glow up your private practice and your life? So I'm talking about crafting a big vision. Stop playing small. Who does that? Okay. We are dreaming big beyond just clarifying your niche. We are actually going to build up your confidence in your business as an abundant CEO. Now, listen, I've had the opportunity to host over 25 boot camps in the last five to six years. And I know that I am really good at teaching and delivering that information. But one thing that I have noticed that is missing with therapists right now is that they need a hype woman. They need someone to encourage them to show up and to glow up boldly and unapologetically. So here are the details. We start on May 20th. We are going strong for four days with also a bonus money session. We also have added our Facebook group with challenges and activities. Listen, y'all, we working. So in order to sign up to participate in all pieces, I want you to head down to the show notes and get on the bootcamp experience list so that you can get started with us. Now, also our private practice signature program DTA will also be opening soon. So make sure that you check the show notes and get on that notification list as well so that you can be the first to know about all the juicy bonuses that we have coming down the pipeline. It is glow up season. I will see you in the bootcamp. Hey, my name is Dr. TK, and on this podcast show, we will uncover abundant mental health business tools to help you become the person you were meant to be. I am a mom and wife who took the knowledge as a clinical psychologist working for a government agency and being a professor for over 18 plus years into building a multi six-figure mental health business. My goal is to remove the employee mindset and replace it with an abundant CEO mindset. We will uncover the good, the bad, and the ugly of business ownership. I believe that you can make a wildly abundant living and become unapologetic while also dreaming big, enjoying life, and making a huge impact in your community. This is the Therapist Deserve Abundance Podcast. Hey, welcome back to the Therapist Deserve Abundance Podcast. This is your host, Dr. TK. So I want to welcome you. I know it's been a minute. Just to get you caught up, if you are new to the podcast, I definitely want to say welcome. Thank you for joining me today. And if you are a returning podcast listener, um, and I know sometimes I do podcast videos on YouTube or on Instagram, I definitely want to say I am grateful for you coming back, tuning in. And it's been a whirlwind of things that have been happening behind the scenes. So it is effectively the fourth quarter of 2022. I am super excited because it is finally cooling down. Um, I live in an area where it's pretty much normal to either be extra hot or windy and cold in Southern California, but I'm just happy that it's a slight overcast with a little bit of peekaboo sunshine because that means that your girl can wear different type of clothes versus me having to wear clothes in a hundred plus degree weather. So besides those updates regarding the weather, I've also been transitioning from uh, my last launch with the Dope Therapist Academy. We welcomed a great amount of students, super excited. We also, if you follow me on Instagram, know that we wrapped up an epic conference in the third quarter called the Therapists Deserve Abundance Conference. And then we also are wrapping up our Elite Coaching Mastermind cohort of 2022. 
They will be having their graduation last mastermind in Los Angeles in November. And then after that, our company pretty much wraps up. We have a few more Dope Therapist Academy calls. We have a motivational interviewing CE workshop. What else do we have? We're welcoming our ECM, our mastermind students for cohort of 2023 with some bonus calls to get them revved up for the first quarter. And then my company will be on break. So when I say my company, I am talking about me and my team members, meaning we did it last year for the first time. We started around December 15th, whatever that Friday is. It's our last day in the quote unquote online office. We set up our autoresponders. We tell our students a month ahead, hey, this is what's happening. This is how you update your credit card. Um, If you need any assistance in the portal, we still have the Facebook group because the community supports one another. But bottom line is for mental health therapists, I also want them to practice practice self-care, practice wrapping up the year, doing any type of cleanup, quality assurance to clean up their back office for especially their private practices, um, revamp their schedule for the first quarter if needed, and then take a break, right? So if you saw the title of this episode, let me get into it. Um, The title of this episode is, if it is not hell yes, then it is hell no. And you probably like, now what is she about to talk about today? So I'm going to take you back a little bit. The word of the year, at least one of my words of the year was alignment. And alignment to me really means focusing on what lights me up, focusing on what drives me to continue to stay excited and making sure that I am walking on the right path. So with my word of alignment, I was introduced to human design. I brought it up previously in a episode, um, but I was introduced to human design, which is a, I'm going to say in-depth version of understanding who you are according to when you came into this earth, according to your birth date, location, and time. And when I was introduced to it a few years ago, I read up on it. I studied it. I got my human design chart. And then after a while, I detached from it. Then about a year later, I was reintroduced to it from a course. Now, this course that I was in was specifically a manifestation course. The manifestation course that I originally purchased was about six weeks. It was all self-paced. She did have some live calls, but I just watched the recordings um, because it was the time of the calls that I couldn't make it at that time. So I decided to just dive through the course, learned a lot about myself, and I believe it was around the end of the year. So it was, to me, a really good time to look at what am I doing to manifest the desires that I want because my manifestation journey has been for a little over seven years now in terms of really hyper-focusing on manifestation. But I also like to hear from and learn from different manifestation people, right? And so I had had so far at that point two different manifestation coaches. So then she actually up-leveled her course and made it like a 16-week course, gave alumni a sweet deal to pay a little bit of cushion extra. And then instead of the six-week course, we would get the extended version of 16 weeks. I felt like it was a no-brainer, right? So dove into the course, definitely had to pause on the 16-week component, like not all of it, but I think I got through like four modules. And then I was also in like other things building my business. So I just chose to go at my pace. And then I'm gonna be honest, I 
paused because I know what my capacity is. So my biggest thing is how can I incorporate the things that I've already learned from her last course that was six weeks at the time, then plus any updated information that I've gotten so far from these four modules. And then I'm not going to beat myself up about it because I'm a very studious type person where I always want to finish. And I just said, I'm going to get back to it. When I get back to it, God will tell me when the time is, or I'll just know, like, I really want to tap into manifestation. So a few months passed by and then I got triggered again by like a memory of like, you know, I really want to dive into human design because I really started understanding my chart. Honestly, during the pandemic, hell, we didn't have nothing but time. So I started going on Instagram and on websites looking for a human designs coach, downloaded you know, a few different apps, got different interpretations of different parts of the human design chart. And then I decided, you know what, let me get a human designs coach. So I looked at a few people and I actually was aligned with one particular individual because they not only gave you your human design in general, they also talked about how it could relate to your entrepreneurship. And I'm like, wow, I really want to know how to show up as my best self and manifest my desires in my business that of course automatically will positively influence my personal life. And so I decided to do a one-time session. And with the one-time session, she sends you a questionnaire to get your human design information. And then she sends you this elaborate, like 50 plus page or 51 page report. And then I decided to like skim over my report because I really wanted to have her as the coach walk me through my report. And then from there, I would break it up into sections like a homework assignment. And I would go through and interpret my human design based off what she has shared with me. So what I've learned thus far about myself, I'm going to share with you right now, because this leads to the title of this episode, which is if things are not a hell yes for me, it's a hell no. So if you hear paper, I'm actually reading from my journal. Um, usually for my podcast show notes, I'll type them out like in bullets in terms of like things that I want to talk about. And then I just free flow it pretty much and have a conversation with you. But I was actually in the portal in the 10th module and it was walking me through a, you know, like some little tips about my human design. And again, I have a 51 page report, but sometimes when you get things and you read it and you interpret it because it's new information, it's like in but your brain can only consume so much at a time. So for me, going back to my course, it was more of a refresher to remind me that I am on the right path, which meant that everything that I was learning thus far was embedded in my subconscious mind because I was walking around doing the things that I had learned, okay? So these are the things, or some, this is not my whole chart, but these are just from two modules that I actually did last night. And then it pricked me to say, you know what? You should share this with your community. And let me give a disclaimer. If you've ever worked with a human designs individual and you've gotten your human design um, type, there are five types. You can be a manifester, a manifesting generator, a generator, a projector. And it's one more. I'm not a man. I'm not a human designs like person, right? But I'm a manifesting generator. And the disclaimer that I give to my community, especially my mastermind students who I've shared with some of them, um, how to, obtain this information. And for those next year, we're actually going to bring in a guest speaker to do like a bonus call with our mastermind students. And then I'm going to gift them as a bonus, a human designs reading if they would like. And then if they want to continue working with her, they can, like I do, I work with her pretty much now every other month. Um, but when I'm going into a launch or when I'm going through a transition or a change, or I'm um, looking at making decisions around my business, um, I will actually schedule a session. So disclaimer, Even if you are the same type, 
of human design. Like if you're a manifesting generator like I am, that does not mean that we have the same blueprint, okay? There are so many nuances in that human design chart. And if you were to see one, it's probably a hundred things in there. So some people may say, oh man, she's a human design. He's he's a, I mean, he, uh, she's a, a manifesting generator. He's a manifesting generator. I love them or they have what I like or what I aspire to be, you know? And so I'm a manifesting generator too. Oh my God, we're the same. And that's not true, right? Like just like in mental health, we can have two people that are diagnosed with depression and are both 35, grew up in the same city, hell, went to the same high school, but they are not the same. So as I share mine, I'm just giving you some insight into how this has helped me understand myself, my energetic flow, and then also how I can even show up for my clients and my community. So I just pinpoint some things that stood out to me last night. So number one, um, according to my human design, and this is just according to my type, not the other hundred things, right? Because that's a whole nother notebook that I have. So I struggle to say no because I am multifaceted. So manifesting generators are individuals who can be interested in multiple things at a time, but we all know that even though some people may see that as a pro and I've had individuals in our community or even our clients say, you know, I'm multifaceted. I can have multiple streams of income and all of that is true. However, if you are not doing things in the moment to light you up and let's just say you're only doing things just to make money and there's nothing else. I mean, at some point that's going to get old. You know what I'm saying? I'm not saying money going to get old, but your desire for that excitement may run out, AKA your generator, uh, the plug comes out the wall, right? So I tend to have a struggle with saying no, primarily for things in the moment that light me up, not even realizing to slow down my response because I may realize that it may excite me right now, maybe because I'm at an event, I'm around other people, um, other people are talking about their success. And then what do we do? We go and buy an online course, we join a coaching program, we pay for some downloadable material, um, we start a stream of income, we open up a coaching program, and then all of a sudden, all of a sudden, you don't like it anymore. Odds are you never liked it. You just liked it in the moment because a certain portion of our personality as manifesting generators is that we can move fairly quickly. The problem is, is that we may be missing steps when we're moving quickly, which means that eventually we'll have to go back to square one and then we may feel some type of way, right? So another thing I learned about myself is that my mission here is to find what lights me up because if I'm doing activities or engaging in things that light me up, my generator will actually stay on almost like I don't need to have it plugged in because the things that light me up keeps me motivated, AKA keeps my generator going, right? If I engage in things that don't light me up, that means that again, my energy will deplete. And that for me means that I'm out of alignment. So remember that word? Also, I'm a magnetic for ideas. I'm a magnet for ideas. Just like I said, I'm multifaceted. I can do a lot of things at a time. Um, I can engage with different groups of people at a time. I can attract different opportunities at a time. But also, I have to make sure that I know where to find my energy, right? I'll also have to be very mindful of what, who, and where drains my energy. 
So for those of you who are tapping into private practice, right? Um, what type of clients drain your energy? Sometimes you don't know it until it happens. And then I would encourage you, instead of looking at them as a slot field, why don't we start looking at it as this client doesn't bring me joy to even bring them a transformation So how about I don't see those type of clients anymore, but I love this type of client, right? So I remember at one point, I love serving clients with major depressive disorder. It didn't bother me. I'm not going to say I loved it, but it it was like the, the symptomology and the treatment was overlapping with some people who had anxiety. So didn't bother me so much, but I noticed when I started having too many of those individuals back to back, that took a toll on me. So I mixed it up. And what I would do is I would intermingle my teenagers because their depression shows up different. They're more comical, maybe mad, you know, but it just shows up different in kids. So I tended to swap out my adult clients and rearrange my schedule. And then over time, I just actually didn't like it because it just felt like a black cloud was sitting over me. And as a therapist with my own business, I can choose who I want to work with. Okay. So Other things that I um, learned about myself is I am set on this planet to master my craft and become the go-to person of my craft, which means that what works for me, Takesha, maybe not you, even if we're the same type, is that because I've chosen that my craft is teaching and motivating other people, aka coaching mental health therapists, because that is my niche to have a profitable private practice, various streams of income to have an abundant lifestyle, that means that I'm going to stand out because I am chasing what I'm aligned with in terms of what lights me up, not what lights my friends up. Also, if I'm not living in alignment with my human design, I can actually hurt the collective. So that was really interesting for me to hear because the way that I view collective is, I'm gonna swap out the word, it can also mean community. So think about that. If I'm not operating in alignment, I can actually set a negative tone, bring negative energy to the community that I serve. If I am not aligned with a product or service, I may even attract the wrong people or I may not even show up as the best version of myself. Another thing that I learned is I'm a doer, but I need to make sure that I'm doing things that I love. Okay. Now, just to go down a quick list of just some brief things that I've also learned last night, just by like revisiting and refreshing my mind on my human design type, right? Is that I master things quick and what takes somebody two years may take me six months. However, remember what I said earlier, because I'm very quick at doing things, I may miss some steps. And then I realize after things are up and running that they're not running as smoothly or I don't have the proper systems in my business, or I don't have the right person in my business to help me out, for example. So then I got to take a step back and actually write out the steps, which means that the person who took two years, by the time I go back to fix the stuff, because I was just like a, a, a speed racer, we now caught up at the same pace, right? So what I'm saying is there's no right or wrong type of human design, right? I'm also known as a superhuman, superhuman, sorry. I'm not meant to do one thing. However, let me be clear because I know some of my clients listen to this or some people who want to be in our community listen to this in terms of coaching programs. Just because I'm telling you that as a manifesting generator, I'm a superhuman and that I'm not meant to do one thing, that does not mean that you should take on five things at the same time. Let me say that again. That does not mean that you should take on five things at the same time. A downfall, like I mentioned, I move too fast, I skip steps, and then I need to go back. 
I'm also very good at quantum leaping, but I also need to learn how to be patient because there are multiple steps that I need to learn in order for me to manifest over and over and over again. So from that activity, what I end up doing last night is just in my journal writing down, where's my energy with every product and service that I've offered in 2022? Because this is what I do when I wrap up my year is looking at all of my products and services. And I really have taken all of my master my clients through a quality assurance activity this week by telling them what to do in terms of how to wrap up their year, how to look at their numbers and how to take that data to plug in to next year, right? So you may be wondering, okay, that's great. You told me about you, but how do you incorporate that into your business? And how does that relate to a hell yes or a hell no? So as I mentioned, I'm only saying yes to what and or who lights me up. For example, we just wrapped up the mastermind interviews. Even though people filled out the form and majority of people actually got an interview, there was rarely anybody who did not qualify. There were a few, right? Because they were just in the beginning phases of their business. So I was like, you're not a great candidate for ECM right now. And that's okay. So we had to turn some people away. Nevertheless, majority of the people got an interview and then we end up matching them to either the group practice track and or the um, services track, which means that they want to expand in their business. So what I was looking for during those interviews, truth be told, was more energetic alignment. So Mostly, I think maybe only one or two people, mostly everybody who interviewed, I knew whether it be they're a student in our DTA program, they've been to a CE workshop, they've been to a live event. They are an alumni of ECM as well, because I talked to some of our alumni who are choosing to renew because a lot of our alumni have been with us for two and a half years in ECM plus DTA one to three years. And then they've also had a lot of engagement and interaction with me. So for some of them, they are happily graduating from our program. And I am so proud of them. Actually, a good percentage of them are actually graduating. And then some of them are going to stay on because we have a um, not a lot, but We have two different levels for clinicians for next year who have been with us already for a year or two, but you have to be in the mastermind to be able to learn what that level is. And you also have to show levels of progress in your business with results in order to even be at that level, right? So with that said, when I was doing those interviews, just like a job interview, what do you do when you're hiring somebody at a regular job? You go through their CV. That was our questionnaire on the application. Then they show up for an interview. I want to make sure that the person on the interview matches the person on a sheet of paper. And also I'm looking for people that will will energetically align with one another. So for example, I'm not just looking at it as a good match for me. I'm looking at it as a good match for everybody else that we already have chosen to be in the group. So let's just say if we already have two alumni that we know for sure will be coming to all of the mastermind events. They won't be online, but they will be coming to the events. I'm going to take those personality students and I'm going to say, okay, who will mesh well with them and with me and my team, right? And so then as we start adding on new students and students say yes, and they sign their contracts, they set up their payment plan. Then I will interview people the following week and say, okay, we've chosen these people and they all are hell yes to us. So let's see who can match with them. So again, I'm only moving forward according to my human design by making decisions in my business and my personal life based on what lights me up. And if it doesn't light me up, there is no middle. There is no, I I think about it because that's the person that I used to be. And that may be where you are now. I'm not sure, but really tap into that. 
Are you taking on an opportunity just because you want to get paid? Because this came up in my mastermind students um, session yesterday as we wrapped up the month is why did you even entertain the conversation if you ain't even all the way in it? And they were like, you know, well, it will pay. And I'm like, okay, that's great. But how long would that high last? Or hell, this probably ain't the best example. But when I worked in the jails and most of the kids were stealing, of course, they were flocking people's houses, aka breaking into people's homes. And part of my psychology therapy session with them was, how much did you make? And they like miss. Like, and I'm like, you know, if you flock this house, how much did you make? And some kids, I think the the most a kid said was 5,000 that they split. I'm like, oh my God, I got a lot of money. But then most kids are like 100, 300, just enough for a pair of tennis shoes. And I'm like, okay, how long did that money last though? And they like, oh man, a week. And I'm like, okay, how long did the high last in terms of how you felt after you hell robbed the house, I guess, even though that's negative. And then also how did it feel after you got the item or items or jewelry that you bought or some of the kids bought their parents groceries. Okay. But how did you feel after? And they were like, I felt great. I said, how long did that last? And they were like, oh, I just felt like I needed to do it again. I'm like, do it again. Like rob a house again. I'm like, and that's why you here. You know what I'm saying? So why are we making decisions based on the immediate high versus making decisions on the longevity of the highness in terms of you feeling energetically aligned with the decisions that you make? So I'm only saying yes to what and the what can be products or services, trips, luxury goods, decisions with my children, family decisions related to travel, um, kids going to different schools, whatever it is, I'm only saying yes to what and or to who lights me up. Also, I am going to start more taking my time to respond. Now, this is something that I actually took very seriously because that's part of my human design full chart is that part of me, I have to actually wait to respond because again, I may be in the high right now. And even though a part of like, it's kind of confusing because even though a part of my design says that I move quickly, what it's also telling me is to just tap in and make sure that I'm aligned with how I'm going to feel later. That's how I interpret my human design, right? So I may not want to say yes right away. I may want to take my, not take my sweet time, but let's just say if it's an investment like a course, I may want to read the sales page again. I may want to sleep on it, journal about it, pray on it, talk to my team about it. And then I may go back the next day. I may go back at the end of the day, but I may not sign up right away on the webinar, right? So also I'm learning how to more intuitively listen to my intuition, listen to my intuition. Okay. Then in summary, this has all resulted in, for example, cutting out for next year, products and services actually started last year. I slowly started to do it again, subconsciously, not even realizing that I was doing it, but this has resulted in me cutting out products and services Because honestly, the course or the product or the service was great, but it's run its course with me in this season. It doesn't mean that some products, services, or even live events that I've had in the past won't come back. But when I look at where my business and my life is going, some things don't fit. Some things are actually not even as profitable as what they were when I did it the first time, if it's something that's been on repeat. So I'm saying that in 2023, there are going to be products and or services or even frequency of things that are retired for now. Okay. So if you're curious to know what is getting retired, I'm just letting you know this podcast episode is going out on Monday, early morning. I believe that's October 10th or something, right? So 
I would highly encourage you to check your email today because if you're listening to this on October 10th, you should have gotten my email already. And I invited you to something. Now, this something is called the town hall meeting meetup for anybody on my email list, including students, alumni, people who've never joined my program, people who only went to my live events. And I have learned over years, this is what I've done in my podcast, to really talk to my audience, not at them, right? I can teach you while I'm talking to you or with you. And that's sometimes while I also go, why I also go on like social media sometimes. Okay. But in this community town hall meeting, I'm actually going to be giving a sneak peek into something related to live events of changes and enhancements, but changes and retirements that has happened with some live events and it will not be recorded to give out. We're going to keep it as a team, but whoever cannot make that call on the call live, you'll just have to wait until we start sending emails. Okay. So it's going to be on Tuesday at 5 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. I tried to make it late enough where I know if you got kids that play sports and stuff like that, it may impede in their schedule. But if you can even just tune in and listen, you ain't got to show your face, right? And now if you can show your face, I want to see your face. But if you can tune in, and this is only for mental health providers, whether you are pre-licensed or seasoned. I want to be clear about that. This is not open to the general public in terms of just anybody randomly, right? Because the things that I talk about are only related to mental health providers outside of being a great mom, traveler, and abundance leader, right? But the products and services that I have are only for mental health therapists. So you can share my email with your therapist friends, okay? But... I want to make sure that I just gave that disclaimer because sometimes when we do things like this, people can just, oh, I just want to learn about business. This is not a coaching call. This is not a business call. This is not a DTA call. This is not a mastermind call. This is not a CE workshop. This is a town hall meeting so that you can be in the know about what is about to go down because we are releasing something in about 30 days. But this time I want you to have heads up about what's happening so that when I offer a special early bird enrollment situation, I don't want to get an email saying, oh man, like, is this going to be extended? No. Whatever the window is for whatever is considered early bird, because we are having live events next year, right? But I'm going to go into what it's going to look like. It won't be no slides. I'm not sharing no sales page. Ain't even no sales page yet. You know what I'm saying? But I'm just going to tell you and talk to you about what is going on. All right. So if you listen to this after that Tuesday, that is okay. Just make sure that you get my emails, make sure that you connect on Instagram because either way, even on Instagram, the links in my bio, it stays up to date with what's going on. So once we publish the live event, it will be readily available for whoever wants to get on up in there to meet with us in 2023. So I I'm very grateful that you tuned into this podcast episode. I know this was a little bit longer than usual, but I really missed y'all last week. My voice was out and I really wanted to record this a lot earlier, but I'm back. I've been dancing on Instagram, feeling my energetic flow and me and my team are wrapping up the fourth quarter. My programs are wrapping up. So I'm just in a very high vibe state. So I hope to see some of you in the community town hall meeting and make sure that you subscribe or follow this podcast episode or channel and that you share it with other therapists and let them know, you know, that they can learn some stuff too. We have over 270 episodes and we have from business workshops to abundant workshops. So I will see you in the next episode. Bye. 
Listen, I am over here dancing. You just finished another epic episode of the Therapists Deserve Abundance podcast. Now, I don't know about you, but that flew by way too fast. So if you want more, head over to drtk.com for additional abundant resources. And if you are looking for a tribe of abundant therapists like yourself to bounce around ideas and tap into another level of business growth abundance, be sure to join our Facebook community exclusively for therapists. The link is waiting for you at drtk.com. Okay.